Good morning. Thank you for joining me for Don't Unfriend Me. We have a very special guest today. In the house is Karen. And Karen is somebody who I've seen many times over my retail career, but I never knew the name. And I, we would call them something else. And unfortunately, my show's PG-13. But I've never really liked the Karen meme. I thought it was a little bit racist and a little bit derogatory towards white people. But in this case, we're just going to go ahead and embrace it. I've never really seen a Karen since the Karen meme came about because of COVID. But I saw one today. And we're going to share that story with you. But first, God, Jesus, and Satan are up in heaven. And Satan and Jesus are having a just a livid conversa- conversation about who should be able to walk the earth. And God is like, okay, enough. I'm done. I'm done. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a seven-page written format, double indexed, double spaced, size 10 font, and MLA format. And I want that on my desk within an hour. And, you know, Jesus and Satan are like, wait a second, that's a, that's, a, that's a tall tale. And he's like, that's it. I want it. One hour, go. And they run to their respective computers and furiously type type away and start writing their seven-page thesis on why they should walk the earth. And then about 20 minutes in, when they're almost halfway done, God sneezes, achoo, and the power goes out. And both of them look frantic. And Satan is just so frustrated. He turns even more red. His, his horns are getting even red. His tail is flapping around. And he's just absolutely ticked off. And, and God says, hey, you better get to work. So at that point, they continue to type and they realize they don't have much time left. And then all of a sudden, God shouts, time. And Satan jumps up and says, this is unfair that you, you shut it off. And he starts throwing a temper tantrum. And this is illegitimate. You can't do this. And, and Jesus, while he's having his tirade, walks up and hands his report and goes, here you go, and walks away. And Satan's like, he cheated. It's, it's unfair. It's not right. I can't believe you're doing that to me. And he's like, he had to have cheated. And God says, no, Jesus saves. It's going to be a good show. Hang in there. You know, I, find, I feel kind of bad. You know, somebody makes a stupid post on Facebook and then they have to deal with me, you know, flaming them for 20 some odd minutes. And, you know, fortunately, I'm too shallow and weak willed to care very much. So I'm just going to go ahead and move on. This is Matt from Dota and Friendly. It's wonderful to have you here. Down below, you can subscribe and you can see wonderful things like this all the time if you just like and subscribe. We're going to go ahead and move the light. We're going to come on, bring the mic. All right, let's rock and roll. So we were talking about Karen, and this is Karen. What is a Karen? Well, some clever people, I don't know who, came up with the idea that Karens are the short haircut women who have frosted tips, who have probably going through menopause, who decide to take out their horrible vindiction against retailers and other people by saying, let me talk to your manager. Well, I've been a Karen before. I've done that. I think we all have. And ultimately, we probably should not treat people poorly simply because they're having a bad day. And it's our job in customer service. It's kind of like being a, uh, a, a, uh, a person who works on the sewage systems and then get upset when you get covered in crap. It's a part of the job, and it's just what is what it is. But behind the confines and secret walls and quiet-down scenarios where customers' ears aren't listening, we call them Karens, or other words, once again, that I can't say. What am I talking about? What's going on today? Why are we? Why am I so fired up? Well, I love to surf through Facebook and find stupidity just oozing from the page. And in this case, we have just that. 
a good friend of mine, we're going to call her M. M is a Republican, and she is probably the sweetest lady you've ever met in your life. She is kind. She is loving. She is direct. She is all those things. But occasionally people disagree with her, and I think that happens to everybody. So we saw a post by Miss M, and M just had this beautiful picture, which I think she stole from me because it was on my page, and it says, confirm, Justice Amy Coney Barrett. There is absolutely nothing political about this other than congratulations. It's just like when I wished Hillary Clinton a birthday. Happy birthday. It was from the warm, deepest cackles of my heart. And M posts Louisiana proud, also proud to see another smart, accomplished woman prove that females can and will do the job. That's a very post-Me Too, women empowerment, feminist post that every man should also post. Everyone should be happy that we have a female Supreme Court justice. And honestly, somebody who seems to be very, very fair. I don't see a problem with it. And neither did 47 other people in two shares. And everyone seemed to like the post. Then the other shoe dropped. Somebody decided to come in and get upset. And this is Gail. Gail, a.k.a. Karen. Hi, Gail. I'm going to be Matthew Spear. I'm your worst nightmare. And you get to go ahead and decide if you want to respond to this video. And then I'll make another one completely blasting you off this planet. But her comment was her first decision was to not withdraw her name and seek a credible appointment. And at a, and a time, I think she meant and at a time, when the senators supporting her nomination aren't having to be liars and hypocrites to do so. Well, I'm sorry, Gail, but politicians are liars and hypocrites. And that's just like kind of saying water is wet and grass is green. I happen to agree with you on that. Probably the only thing I agree with you on. And your name is interesting, Gail. It says Gail Dolis, Doles, terrible, terrible, kind of fitting. Um, and then M decides to post a very funny post. Why are you always so angry? <laughs> what a great question. Why would she withdraw her name for a job she can do and will do well? Would you turn down your dream job if it was offered to you and you were ready? She is bright and accomplished. She is living her dream, truth to power, blah, 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 blah. We all understand what's being said here. She's just congratulating Amy Coney Barrett. And Gail just doesn't seem to want to empower women, which is interesting, Gail, because you 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 would think that being a liberal, that you would be a feminist. Do you believe that women should, should be subjugated to something less than a man? I'm, I'm interested. I want to hear your points. I want to hear your counterpoints. Please talk to me because this post really doesn't make much sense to me. Withdraw her name until after the election. If Trump wins, then sure, go ahead with the confirmation. Well, I'm sorry, Gail. I don't know if you've been keeping up with current events, but it's over. You kind of want to disarm a bomb that's already gone off, sister. I'm just letting you know she's already a justice, and there's nothing you can do about it, no matter much how much you cry or whine. And I'm going to tell you another thing. These last two sentences of yours, I'm going to spend the whole show talking about them. But she stole RBG's seat. No, RBG died. She didn't steal it. She died. And it's an unfortunate thing and a horrible thing because I actually admire RBG, but she did die. And unfortunately, it is a lifetime appointment, not a lifetime and death appointment, but we digress. And her position will always be questioned as illegitimate. Like a baby? I'm sorry. 
you guys usually just murder babies and illegitimacy never even takes place. But I digress as well. In most people's eyes, in most people's eyes, have you taken a poll? Did you do a pew poll? Because if I'm not mistaken, actually, most people don't have a problem with the appointment itself. They have a problem with the way Republicans did things. But that's because they're uneducated and don't watch anything other than CNN. And I'm here to educate you today. I do get a bit angry with hypocrisy, lies, and inequality. Inequality? (laughs) I'm sorry, pot kettle black. You're the one who's actually saying a woman should not be on the Supreme Court. Or is it just women you agree with? Isn't that a very male perspective, Gail? Or should I say Karen? Listen, this is interesting. I took some notes because there's just too much for me not to. But I want to start with Mr. Chuck Schumer. When this whole thing came about, he reflected and pondered into the yesteryear and pulled from his gaze this interesting story that Republicans have been screwing over Democrats when it comes to judge appointments, appellate appointments, and SCOTUS picks. I'm not sure where Mr. Schumer gets his facts, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it today. But he did say that nothing is off the table for next year. If they win, which means court packing, which means changing Washington, D.C. into a state, Puerto Rico, adding senators and legislatures and literally just changing the Constitution. Because, listen, this has been a history since 1987 for the Democrats. This is just what they do when they lose. Instead of being good sports like Gail is, they go ahead and throw a temper tantrum and say this wasn't fair and they stomp their feet. Well, Jesus isn't going to save you this time because I'm going to explain to you why you are full of the proverbial crap. Remember, if they proceed with appointing Amy Coney Barrett, which they have, this is already in the past, everything else from here is prologue, they will go ahead and do the nuclear option, and we know that. But this is completely inherent and baked into the system now with the Democrats. And these type of things have been happening for years If everyone remembers, there was something called – there was a person called Robert Bork. Robert Bork was a Supreme Court SCOTUS nominee. And now there's something being said that they talk about saying you've been borked to appellate judges, federal judges, whatever, whatever, whatever. And being borked was coined by the Democrats. Ronald Reagan appointed Bork in 1987, and he was a stellar nomination. Absolutely cream of the crop. Very similar to RBG, very similar to Amy Coney Barrett. Um, Even Justice Kavanaugh, Gail, don't let your head explode. Stay with me. I know you're freaking out because he's a rapist who didn't have a time or a place or remember if he was actually even there. But that's really not the point. The point is, is that he was such a good nomination that the Democrats realized in 1987 that he was going to be appointed. So what did they do? They took Ted, Ted Kennedy, which is really interesting, just like Blumenthal, who said he was in Vietnam, was doing this against Coney Barrett, but he wasn't because he's a liar. Ted Kennedy, can I, I've got one word, Chappaquiddick. Ted Kennedy, I'm surprised he wasn't having a vodka or a scotch when he was going ahead and doing this, but went on the floor and talked about back alley abortions and degenerating topics that would lower his credibility. It was a political assault. It was unrelenting. And it was forced on jurisprudence and the and the and the and the uh, the dissenting opinions or the affirmations that he did in his court cases. They completely made it about segregation and that people were getting back alley abortions and doing the same thing they did to Amy Coney Barrett that they were going to abolish Roe versus Wade. They destroyed the man, and that was called being borked. By the way, no Republican has ever borked a Democrat SCOTUS pick. Here are the voting records, and here are the numbers. Sotomayor, who was a left-wing zealot, got 68 to 31. RBG, 96 to 3. 96 to 3. 
Breyer was 87 to 9, and Justice Kagan was 63 to 37. Those are the Republican votes and the Democrat nominees for SCOTUS that have all been passed. Clarence Thomas was then smeared, and he was barely uh, confirmed. And these unfounded sexual assault allegations, pubic hair in the coke, Anita Hill, where it was an absolute hatchet job where Mr. Ted Kennedy was involved as well. And Mr. Joe Biden, who went after Anita Hill and ran her through the gauntlet, if we all remember. But this is our new Me Too powered president who actually is going to care about women versus subjugating them to absolute betrayal in front of the cameras. I'm not saying Anita Hill was guilty, not guilty. She was lying or not. It's just interesting that right before the eve of the pick that she comes out with this story. Sam Alito was labeled with racism and sexism tropes for his collegiate involvement with an alumni group from Princeton and was absolutely struck down. And this whole trash stories came out again from the Democrats. Can we forget about the appellate nominees from uh, liberals implementing the filibuster to damn circuit court judges where over 13 of Ronald Reagan's appellate court judges were smeared and tarnished and the filibuster rule was applied to them. The same one that Harry Reid, Harry Reid did about 20 years later. How about Miguel Estrada, the first SCOTUS pick that was held for 28 months before he withdrew and Senator Dickie Dick Durbin, who is alive and well today and was coming after Amy Coney Barrett in similar styles sent a letter to the committee saying that Estrada was Latino and couldn't be confirmed because his next step was SCOTUS and it would look bad to have a Republican Latino judge as a SCOTUS. That's Dick Durbin. He's still in office, by the way, and you people haven't kicked him out of office, which is interesting. Let's talk about the filibuster where they blocked appellate nominees, Priscilla Owen, Janice Rogers Brown, Charles Pickering Sr., Henry Saad, Sod's also a great hockey player. Caroline Cole, William Pryor, David McGahee, Richard Griffin, and William Myers, amongst many, many others. I'm not done. There was an agreement that was made between Democrats and Republicans that this had to stop. This simple, explosive, toxic attacks needed to end, and they agreed that only under extreme circumstances would they block each other's nominees. That's true. And Democrats agreed to stop this, even though Republicans hadn't done this and done nothing like this. They said, we won't do it if you don't do it. This norm breaker was executed and destroyed by Democrats in 2013 when Majority Chief Harry Reid decided to go ahead and impose the filibuster and the 51 vote rule. It used to be a two thirds vote. This filibuster rule, they warned him, this will come back to haunt you. You have to have two-thirds vote in order to push a Supreme Court, uh, a Supreme Court federal or appellate judge through. If you do this, Harry, you're going to reignite the flames of yesteryear and all of the problems that you created for yourself. Republicans aren't going to forget. Harry Reid didn't care. They pushed it through knowing damn well that they would not have had the votes. And the filibuster was again born. Then the Republicans said, we're done. Merrick Garland is coming up. It's 2015. Obama's done in 2016. We run the Senate. We won't even vote. We're not going to confirm or deny. We're just not even going to vote. That is their right. 
It doesn't make it right. And it was a crappy move. And I agree with you, Gail, as you're stomping and hissing and you pull out your pacifier real quick. I get it. I'm with you. I think it was a crappy move. But after all of the things that the Republicans have endured over the last 25 years that the Democrats have done with cheating and manipulating the system as they always do and rewriting it in their temper tantrums when they gain a a majority, Republicans have had enough. And they said Garland is done. Now, do you think the Democrats would just pull back from the table at that point and chill out? No, because that's when they went after Justice Kavanaugh. And this is ultimately what lost them, the Senate. They crucified Kavanaugh. They created stories. They had witnesses come up who we found out were bribed and paid off. Other witnesses who I'm not going to mention their name because I'm not going to get sued. These witnesses have their credibility has been destroyed since then. An individual pro in in dependent investigators and prosecutors have spoken to them after the initial investigation, initial hearings, realizing that their stories don't corroborate and money changed hands between Democrats and these witnesses. We all know it's true because how come we haven't heard anything about it? Just like the 14 women that Trump supposedly raped, which is on your page, Gail. It's in the first thing you're talking how the Department of Justice can't defend Trump in a case of rape. Well, guess what? This is what you always do. It's amazing how nobody rapes or is sexist or racist until October, right before the election. Isn't that strange to you? Have you ever heard of the thing called October Surprise? It happens every single year. (sighs) Justice Kavanaugh was completely traipsed through the mud, was completely ridiculed and embarrassed on national TV in spades. And the Democrats did nothing about it. And the American people gave a mandate to the Senate and Donald Trump. And they may not have liked what was happening in the first two years. So they gave you the House, but they gave the ultimate power to the Senate. Why? Because they've seen this dance before. We've all seen this dance before. And ultimately, Democrats are unfair and a bunch of babies. Now, Republicans are cutthroat and care only about money and votes, too, but at least they're transparent about their indiscretions. Liberals pretend to be for the people when they're not. They're for themselves and the elites. Amy Coney Barrett is an outstanding human being. She is kind. She is smart. She is articulate. She is well put together. And she has no need for notes like my weak, intrepid mind. I wish I could do what she could do. She is amazing, and she will fill RBG's seat in an amazing style. And although she's not a left-winger, and ultimately, Gail, you're not upset about Amy Coney Barrett. You're upset that the court is now 6-3 in favor of Republicans. Well, guess what, sister? Suck it up, buttercup, because it's going to be that way for another 30 or 40 years, and it's your fault. It's your fault for people like you who trash other human beings without giving them a sense of 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 opportunity to defend themselves. You don't know this lady. You don't know anything about her, but you immediately cast her away. Well, Gail, I'm going to give you the same treatment and I'm going to treat you the same way you treat her. I think you've got some serious mental issues. I think you coming after M is horrible because she's a sweet and kind lady. And I think you trupsing and traipsing Amy Coney Barrett through the mud simply because she's a woman you disagree with is sexist and ultimately wrong. I wish you the best. I hope you see this and it wakes you up. But to sit here and pretend that you have walked through a river of crap and come out clean on the other side, you associate with the party of racism who founded the KKK, who didn't vote against Jim Crow laws or civil rights. 
You can sit here and pretend all the while that you are power to the people, but you deny everything and your history only is within the last year where your memory stops. But this has been going on a long time. And I will tell you that all the things that I don't like about Republicans, I can list. But what I can tell you about what I don't like about the Democrats is that you project on others what you do yourselves. Maybe you should take your medicine. Maybe you should let the American people vote and we'll see what happens. We'll see if Donald Trump gets another term and he may not. And honestly, I don't care because my guns and my freedom of speech are protected and there ain't crap you can do about it. Ma'am, have a wonderful day. Have a good life. And next time, think before you speak because you obviously have forgotten to do that several times. I've looked at your page. It's horrific. M, thank you. I'm out here to protect you. I know you can do it yourself. Let's have a great day. Gail, be a little nicer. And remember, veterans, they are important. Crisis hotline, please. 1-800-273-8255, press one. Too many veterans a day commit suicide. It needs to stop. It has to stop now. Reach out to a veteran if they need help. I've been your host, Matt Spear. Until the next time somebody posts something really stupid, I'll be watching. Have a good day.